0: hello hello
1: hello and good evening welcome to the relationship stuff 101 podcast i'm your host shaheer henderson i am joined this evening by my lovely wife jasmine henderson
0: what's up everyone
1: all right all right we are here march 1st 2020 to talk about the five love languages now the five love languages is a book that was created by gary chapman back in 1992 um what do you know about the five love languages so far
0: um i'll just go ahead and break down the five categories the first one is receiving gifts the second one is physical touch the third one would be words of affirmation the fourth one is acts of service and the fifth one is quality time
1: words of affirmation quality time receiving gifts acts of service and physical touch we are we are known them now as the five love languages of time learning about them also we went on fivelovelanguages.com to take a test to find out what our love language was um in the beginning you know i made a lot of mistakes of believing that the things that i was doing was enough to show you that i loved you and show you that this is the love that i want to show you and the love that i think i would get in return but lo and behold I didn't understand your love language, which now I understand, which should cause less conflicts. Is that
0: right? Right. Um, at this thing that it wasn't that you purposely or intentionally, you know, wasn't um, communicating in my love language. You just we just didn't know. And a lot of people don't know, you know about the love language so that's why we thought this would be a good topic
1: right because it says even in the book understanding the five love languages and learning to speak the primary love language of your spouse may deflect a lot of the behaviors that can come from a lot of conflict or a lot of anger or aggravation that your partner may feel or that the person may have because You don't understand their love language You know, in a lot of cases It's like, uh, if I can give an example It's like if I spoke Spanish When I first met you and you spoke English And you know, and I'm just consistently saying Yo te quiero mucho And you don't even know what the heck I'm talking about You smile and you laugh and poo Because it sounds so pretty coming out of my mouth But lo and behold, you don't even know what I'm saying See, to me, I think that you like it because you're smiling I know what I'm saying but you don't know what I'm saying and that's sort of what happens when two people come together in a relationship and one person is speaking one language Mm -hmm. and that other person is not understanding it because it's not the language that Mm -hmm. they speak I think that's what this is talking about
0: right yeah I agree yes Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. because it's a I mean the book goes as far as to say you know our egocentric attitudes make us believe our partner loves us the same way that we that excuse me our interesting our egocentric attitudes make us believe our partners love the same way that we do now what does that even mean
0: well i i, I want to kind of stop right there mm-hmm. um i don't think that it's loving a certain way i think it's just showing it's just the action of showing you know each other, and mm-hmm. our own love language. Um, it's definitely not loving. So I just wanted to put it, put that out there. It's definitely not um, that you love. We love each other uh, less, or anything like that. It's just how you are, you are to show that person.
1: Right. Exactly. It's it's almost like. If you go to get your car fixed and the mechanic is using a lot of jargon to explain how to fix your car you'll be less likely to understand what this mechanic is talking about because you don't know how to fix cars is that someone what was talking about or am i lost it sounds like somewhat like if you don't understand the language that's being spoken to you you're less likely to show your love because you don't understand that language
0: well you would show your love the best way that you know how which may or may not be received by your partner um, correctly if you're not speaking their love language um, oh. and then I think that if you are speaking their lo- love language uh, they'll appreciate your efforts more
1: right exactly to, I mean I believe taking that test a lot of people if they could get their hands on just taking mm-hmm. that test because I mean if we can speak a little bit about the test The test seems to I don't want to say back you in a corner But it seems to almost uh, Put you at odds with things you may believe That you don't understand Or things that you may believe that Are not what you want to look at As being your love language So some people may see the test as something that, That's not going to help them But I think that they will find that in the end, the test will help because the test gives you these five different things, and it shows you what's the strongest outcome out of these five things. Uh, So, I mean, do you think that people would become discouraged with taking the test because the test was seeming to go against what they think love is?
0: I don't think so. Um, Because it just gives you a lot of insight, and um, well, let me backtrack. If they are dedicated to improving their relationship or marriage, then I, I feel like they will be on board. You know, so
1: exactly. I mean, because like we can give it like like a couple of examples. You know, a husband and a wife they consistent. They've been together for ten years. You know, and they're consistently fighting every day they're in their 10th year and every day they're fighting. You know, then the book mentions that when your love tank is empty, you love less. And, you know, basically is what it's saying in 10 years. I mean, at a certain point that love language has stopped, you know, probably in the beginning that tank was full, you know, each tank is full and eventually every situation drops a little bit of love out of that tank in 10 years the tank is empty now and these two people are lost they don't know how to get back on track because they stopped loving each other and understanding each other's love language or do we think that I mean there was just an imagination of love that was there and then eventually the imagination the infatuation you know the euphoria and everything else that was there For these 10 years just started to die out. Which one could it be?
0: Um, You were kind of breaking up. Can you repeat that?
1: I was saying that. The. uh, Love language. You know it says when your tank is empty. You tend to love less. So over 10 years. The couple being together. In the 10th year. (laughs) you know they're starting to dwindle and starting to fall more apart so what actually could have happened could these tanks after you know the first year the tank is full you know it's like a, a glass of water and each year that water loses it's uh it starts to evaporate let's look at it like that eventually the tank is empty so well, it has this co-
0: I think that I'm sorry you off. I think it's more of um just the couples get complacent. I mean, it can happen even you know, speaking each other's love language. Um, just being complacent and just being in a routine that y'all have done like, every day since, you said, what, 10 years? I right. mean, it's easy to fall into a routine and forget to love each other, especially when you get caught caught into, you know, the everyday life, working, kids, um, you know home take care at home all that so like I said it can happen even if you're speaking each other's love language so you both have to be dedicated and um, keep the spice you know keep it spicy right
1: right Uh, that that makes a lot of sense I like that you said that because what what we are looking at is the people who will say okay we've done these five love languages now for the last five years And still, we have a problem on top of understanding each other's love language. We still have a problem. In the book, it also says that okay, we're not looking at you to follow this indoctrination to the T, we're looking at you to see this as something to help you on top of what you do. to help yourself you see what i'm saying so even though people see these set of these set i don't want to call them rules these set of languages you do still have the five now let's look at it like this right in 10 years if your strongest suit was quality time and y'all no longer spend quality time together then your next strongest suit might be what you have to go to you see what i'm saying because that 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 next strongest suit has to back up quality time and that may be what's wrong because if you just go off that one strong quality and you working on that one strong quality things are sure to fall apart I mean, so if, you go to uh,
0: mm-hmm, or go if y'all you keep, y'all keep going with quality time y'all keep going sitting in front of the TV and not trying to spice it up okay hey let's go um, ice skating hey let's go ziplining you know Quality of right. time doesn't just necessarily mean in the house, sitting down, being bored. Right. That's right. where a lot yeah, of okay. couples kind of I think a lot of couples kinda of go wrong at.
1: Yes, definitely. Cause see the thing is the quality is not in the time. <laughs> Even though it's quality time. Like you just said, the quality is in what you're doing with the time. So, whatever time you feel like you're doing, or whatever time you're doing something in, can become a little bit I miscomplacent. Mean, so, you have to do other things. You know, like you said, go on ice skating. Don't go ice skating every week. You know, change it up. Like you said, keep it spicy. You know, um, and then I said, your, your next thing, even if things start to get, how oh, are we just doing this thing all over again? This quality time thing. It's, you know it's starting to get to me Go to your next strongest love language And then after that one becomes boring Go to your next one You see words of affirmation Yeah you done told me I'm beautiful so many times You know something I can go to Look at the story of uh, Aisha Curry and Steph Curry Ayesha Curry told Steph Curry You always get complimented You know women compliment you all the time She said I want some men to compliment me And people went crazy I mean does that mean that Steph Curry forgot what her love language is? No What I think that meant was that He consistently gave her words of affirmation Told her she was beautiful every day Every day So eventually the love language that he felt was hers Started to dwindle So he should have went to the next step Maybe his next step could have been acts of service Because he plays basketball He trains and He does different things There's no act of service to her I mean you you, I mean does that make sense or am I reaching with that one
0: uh makes sense
1: you know because I mean I'm not just saying that that's probably not what he's doing Mm -hmm. but I I use that as a prime example because some men feel as though if I tell you you're beautiful every day if I tell you you look Mm -hmm. good every day if I tell you I like how you dress Mm -hmm. I like your nails I like your hair those words of affirmation are good and, like uh, we just said, I mean, bad.
0: if you're hearing that every day, it comes redundant, kind of <laughs>
1: right, 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 exactly. And those that's words of affirmation, you right. know, and you believe, oh, this is her love language because this is what women like to hear anyway. So now you have to go somewhere else physical touch. So, if you're telling her she's beautiful mm-hmm. every day, let's look at it like this, right? You're beautiful, you look so great, I love how you smell, I love mm-hmm. this and I love that, but you're not touching her she's not going to believe that you are even real or being serious about the fact that you giving her words of affirmation if you're not showing any physical touch so with that even said should all of these words come together I mean should they all come together or no let's stick with the plan it seems like what we're saying is that eventually you're going to have to balance between all five right
0: Right. Yeah, yeah it would definitely all need to flow together
1: Yes, and whatever the strongest one is, you just want to pay more attention to, like like we're saying, um, like in receiving gifts. You know, like like I said, my thing when the beginning, you know, I was all about uh, not giving you what you want, not not handing you this, not handing you that, and I took it as materialistic, like materialistic things shouldn't be about love. And you went you went on to explain. I'm gonna let you go on to say what you went on to explain, uh, verbatim.
0: Um, Well, just under it, it says, don't mistake this love language for materialism. The receiver of gifts thrives on the love, thoughtfulness, and effort behind the gift. If you speak this language, the perfect gift or gesture shows that you are known, you are cared for, and you are prized above whatever was sacrificed to bring the gift to you. Such as a missed birthday, anniversary, or a hasty, thoughtful thoughtless, excuse me, gift would be disastrous. So would the absence of everyday gestures. Gifts are visual representations of love and are treasure greatly.
1: Yes. See and, and basically and how you explain that, and, you know, I hope hopefully people can hear that. And then I hear it and I and I try my best to make sure that I go along with what that's saying. You know, not to say, oh you just want it because you want stuff. And see, that's what people would get from that. Oh, so she likes it because she just wants things. You may be called the gold digger. You may be called materialistic, like I said. But when you listen to what that's saying, it's not about materialistic. It's not about being a gold digger. You know, it's about appreciating the fact that somebody went out and they really put their thoughts and hard work into bringing you this gift that you're going to receive. And make the gift... Presentable you know and make the love With the gift presentable That way the person can actually feel it You know because to think That somebody's a gold digger you're not going to really Give them the gift the way you would If you was giving a person the gift That you actually gave to them Because this is what they appreciate And this is what they see As you showing your love For them I mean because The last thing you want to do Is tell somebody that how they feel love is Invaluable to you Because then that makes the person feel as though You don't love them and that causes A lot of conflicts You know it may cause a person to step out And start looking somewhere else Start trying to be somewhere else And start trying to find This love language from someone else I mean do I mean we've seen We've seen a lot of this happen Over the years You know where people who start to fall out And we were like, damn, I wonder what happened with such and such, you know, and how did they get to that point? And you start to try to mm-hmm. figure it out. And we never thought about maybe that love language that was being spoken is not being spoken anymore. Well how makes...
0: I think mm-hmm. a big part of the issue is that they're not speaking, period. So and communicating. Right. So
1: Right. Yeah, I mean I mean and that can and that can that can bring on not communicating at all, you know, another which is another conversation, trust communication and spending time together. If you don't communicate at all the five love languages, as I circle five love languages, then it's not gonna mean anything to you because you don't talk anyway. Now, what causes that silence can be the fact that in the beginning the person did not understand understand the love language and now that person has become silent now they're scared to talk so now they're mute so you would probably have to use sign language now to even get that person to communicate their love language to you again but that person who is not being communicated with has to now find the strength and let go of everything else so that they, they can have this conversation to reawaken the language that has been lost. Does that make sense?
0: Yes. Because
1: uh-huh. I, I think I think that uh, what, what we're looking at here. Because that was the thing I didn't even think about it. What if the two people are not even talking? You know, how do you have a love language if y'all not talking? And a lot of these are like body language, physical touch, acts of service. You know. All the time A lot of that is body It's like body language And more more less conversation And then that's what it says Like language It's almost like the language Is not a language It's more what you show You know that's you know, When you look at these There's so many different ways You can go with it Because it'll co- confuse so many people You know that's why That's why you know I um stress that a lot of people Should take the test at fivelovelanguages.com and read the book by Gary Chapman you know from 1992. you know he also has other books that people may find and be interested in you know the five love languages for children, for men, for teenagers and singles and and <clears throat> he has uh, the five love language the five love languages for new couples so there's many different things out there that people can go out there and get mm-hmm. information from you know and not just say let's just end this all because you don't understand me you know Let just let's try to find within you find out what your language is find out how you're communicating which is what you mentioned earlier right find right. out how you're communicating Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go
0: ahead no, I was just a again.
1: Oh, okay. You know, and I think that, that'll that help people. You know, find out what you're using to communicate the way you love and find out how they love. Together, sit down, get a glass of wine, light a candle. You know, what's that, what's that nice scented candle you uh, brought from, uh, what's that Dollar Tree? I think um, the vanilla? I think so. <laughs> get a nice vanilla candle, you know, Relax, take the test together Look at the Look at the numbers that show up Discuss the numbers You know, discuss what they mean Look at the definitions As Jasmine uh, read off the definitions Look at the definitions What do they actually mean How do they actually attach to us And then make them make sense For you Because we had to let them make sense for us And we'll continue to read And I'll continue to learn more and continue to try to figure out and to continue to have to have our love become stronger and continue to listen to the language that's being expressed by Jasmine. Um, do you got anything else you wanna add?
0: No, that that's um that's it.
1: Um as always guys, uh we doing we did this show on Sunday evening. We're supposed to do it on Friday. Had <laughs> a lot of things that came up. Uh you can look for the show. For on Fridays at 8 p.m., I will upload the recording. Five Love Languages Words of Affirmation, Quality Time, Receiving Gifts, Acts of Service, and Physical Touch. That website is fivelovelanguages.com. That's Gary Chapman. G A R Y C H uh, A P M A N. The book version that you want to look for is the one that came out in 1992. So hopefully, like I said, it helps you guys. Um, that's the. This is the bottom of our show. Um, as always, our understanding, with your understanding, will create a greater understanding. This has been the Relationship Stuff 101's podcast. And you guys have a good night. Peace. Peace.